Hello and welcome back once again to the RSVP Music Chat, a music podcast featuring myself, John Sinkovich, and musician extraordinary Ralston Bowles. Ordinary. Extraordinary. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> extraordinary. Oh, and a squirrel just joined us as well, I think. I might have almost hit his brother out there when I was yes. on my way out to beautiful Rockford, where we're kind of recording this in the... Uh, illustrious studios yes the uh, my with the microphone sitting on my desk and we do kind of move this thing around a little bit and uh, we probably will in the future as well we love to get pe- other people involved as we go <laughs> and before we get too far along I just wanted to give credit to where credits due and that is that the opening and closing intro music comes from courtesy of Michael Crittenden and a session he did with Ralston Bowles and friends uh, several years ago why don't you tell people a little bit about how that came about and what that was well there was a uh, we took a day we started at noon wrote a song while that song was being mixed down and recorded well we would go record it and then as that song was being mixed down we would go back into another room and, and write another song so uh, there were 12 songs 12 hours and it included um, Dominic um, Davis. Davis on bass um, Mr. Seth Bernard doing some guitar work uh, Drew Howard also doing some guitar work, Michael Van Houten on some drums, and uh, of course Mayor Lewine, and I think Rachel was there too. I think she might have done some vocals too. I'm trying to remember, but we kind of ran it 12 to 12. We were done by midnight, and we had an album. Wow. Well, that's pretty cool. This is sort of through Earthwork, if anyone would like to go there. A little bit of an instrumental outtake from those sessions. Thank <coughs> you once again to Michael Crittenden from Mackinac Harvest, who's... Uh, now I have to congratulate him on his uh, happy recent, marriage. Yeah, yeah, getting married and uh, moving up to Traverse City. Good luck to him as well. Uh, one of the things that we talked about in the previous episodes was asking folks for suggestions for subjects and topics about the West Michigan music scene that we could sort of tackle on this podcast that's uh, growing in popularity. And we had several people who uh, Facebooked us some comments that I think are worth looking at. We sort of questioned what some obstacles are to making a successful band or making a successful venue. Melophobics gave us something. Yeah, Melophobics said the biggest obstacle is motivation. Uh, If you don't have the drive, you'll never get your songs there. Too many people drop a track on the world and wait for it to, quote, be discovered. You have to work for it. Nothing, not everything comes for free. Time and perseverance are your friends. Patience is your virtue. And the network scene is your toolbox. Grab a hammer. Oh, if I had a hammer, oh, that Pete Seeger reference. And you can't be stealing that song. It's already been done. Uh, actually, I do agree wholeheartedly with what uh, these guys from Melophobics are saying because I think sometimes bands do kind of get a little bit overly content and think that someone's going to find them rather than doing the work they need to be able to get the word out about what they're doing and gigging and, and, and recording and, and trying to find a way to make it work. But I also think that it's sometimes difficult in this day and age for bands to do everything that they need to do marketing-wise and social media-wise because there's so much competition. And, and I'm sure you see it too, Ralston. Well, it's competition insofar as what? Time and attention of the people the attention, you're trying okay. to reach. People know? are competing for things. and Not, not so much com- competition between the bands themselves, just be- the, the attention that people exactly. have to be able to put out there and, and find things. Right. And if you're not a marketing genius, if you're not a master of social media, I think a lot of bands don't have those that toolbox. They don't have that talent 
they've got talent to write songs and perform possibly and maybe they don't have that ability to be able to really take that next step and really get the word out about what they do i don't know maybe that's part of the problem well there's an, an evolution and, and there's a many aspects to to what we're kind of talking about here i think if we were zeroing it back to talking about particular bands that are actually doing things right versus songwriting sure because uh, those are those are different skills sometimes in terms of performance um, and then when we're talking about venues uh, that's a whole other skill set yep but the the idea of everybody kind of finding where those strengths are in that palette of things to do and then being able to uh, work with each other to highlight those things um, so having a good relationship I think with with a venue and the people there is an important thing for any of the bands that are wanting to play or artists that are wanting to play that they have um, the skill set to be personable to give them yep. the information to be in communication so you just don't throw out your stuff and say okay we'll be there on the 14th and, right 